Welcome to Soundscape Crusaders, <laughs> music discovery podcast where we pair music with media. Join co-hosts Nate and Levi on this journey as we dive deep and examine one song and episode, discuss what we love about it, and then pair it with something that emotionally and tonally coincides with the song. This is the start of like our horror themed month since this is our first yeah. um our horror crusade. It's October. Yeah. Welcome to October. Through, through the depths of evil we strike fear into those that oppose us. E. Um anyway, this month October we're taking a horror lean with all of our music. It doesn't have to necessarily be about or scary or um anything of the sort, but you know, it could have lyrics about Edgar Allan Poe stuff for all we know. Just as long as it has a horror uh, leaning in some way. Yes. I don't know what more to add to that. You had a, that's a really apt description of it. Um, I'm super excited. This will be fun. Um, cool. I guess I'm the one. Ki- I'm the one kicking off the. Yeah, I'm the one kicking off the month. Yeah, I mean, the floor is yours. So I think for this song, I think we just need to go into it. Let's go right I in. I think well, I'll talk. I'll talk about this, this band, this trio. I'll talk about all them and the song and all that. You want me to? Yeah. Open the link. It? Open the link. We're gonna just. We're just gonna get right into it. The name of the song we're gonna be listening to today is called "Say the Name" by a hip hop trio named Clipping off their 2020 record "Visions of Bodies Being Burned." So pretty horror-y. Pretty horror-esque. Yeah, that's, that's uh yeah. I would I would take that imagery and put it on a movie cover. So. <laughs> All right, you ready? Yep. You zeroed out. Yes. All right. I'm curious to see what you're gonna think of this song because this song is uh it's different. It's very different. It's a trip. Yes. All right. Let's go for it. In three, two, one. Candlesticks in the dark, visions of bodies being burned. Candlesticks in the dark, visions of bodies being burned. Candlesticks in the dark, visions of bodies being burned. Candlesticks in the dark, visions of bodies being burned. Candlesticks in the dark, visions of bodies being burned. Candlesticks in the dark, visions of bodies being burned. Candlesticks in the dark, visions of bodies being burned. Candlesticks in the dark, visions of bodies being burned. The hook gon' be what it is, the hands off, the retribution for what you took from the man. Got blood on the rust, God bless. Bless the red earth, the dead man walks the tongue bridge, a bridge, the time space, the boot, the concrete, the project undone, the cuking major look. You can't see shit. That lasts like 45 seconds. That outro was unexpected. Yeah. Whoa. That out so the that um there's a lyric video for that song that's that was put out by the band um on YouTube, but it doesn't have that outro. And I was like, you need that. Really? You need that outro. So I had yeah, to find another version yeah. of it. Um, before I get into like who clipping are, the kind of like the influences of the song and whatnot, what do you think? Well, so like at the very beginning, this is probably a song if I initially heard it like on a playlist or something, I would go 30 seconds and skip it. Mm-hmm. Because it's not an easy, like easy listening. <coughs> bless you sorry Uh, thank you um it's not an easy listening song and like it's not it's not smooth it's like a coarse uh beat with uh more of a lyrical you know approach to the rapping Mm -hmm. like i mean the lyrics you just keep scrolling like 
right? But as it went, like it, it's just like the score just kept going and going up. Like mm-hmm. I was like, okay, like it's like all right, this is this is pretty good. Like I'm glad I kept listening. Oh, this is really good, really good. Yeah, yeah and th- and then by the time you're to the outro, it's like, oh, okay, I want to listen you to that again because that's a whole production. Um, do you know the song "Close Closer" by Nine Inch Nails? Yeah. It that you know how the outro of that song is like really like boisterous as well that's what it reminds me of the outro of this song yeah really harkens to that which i love i love when like you have a song that's got a very dark subject matter culminate into this like insane instrumental outro um i think the outro is probably my favorite part of this song as well as much as i like i really like this song and i like this record as well um came out two years ago but that outro is fucking sick yeah yeah like it woke me up like i mean i, I was like you know grooving the, the lyrics and ever in the chorus and all that because i mean the last like minute is just the chorus being yeah. repeated over and over mm-hmm. and over and over and then it goes to that instrumental and it like knocks you out of um uh whatever trance you were in and it, like which wow i okay so, so let's circle back on that idea the whole trance thing so the lyrics of this song is based off a 1992 horror film, Candyman. Have you seen that? I haven't. Okay, so there's, I, I love how you use that because there's a scene in that movie where a character kind of like gets into a trance. And I like, oh, I really? like how you kind of circle that, circle back to that. Um, yeah, so why not start off Horror Month with a song that is all about a 1992 horror classic, you know? Yeah, and apparently they they wait. So the Candyman originated from Clive Barker. It's a story, yeah. It's a short story called The Forbidden. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, know another uh, another hark into an older episode. Uh, Gutter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He keeps on coming back. Clive Barker's fucking great, man. I will stand by Books of Blood. Books of Blood is really good. Um, and I like Candyman. I like Candyman and Hellraiser a lot. <laughs> um, but yeah, so clipping is a experimental hip-hop trio consisting of uh, David Diggs, who is the vocalist, and then William Hudson and Jonathan Snipes, who are the producers. Okay. Um, kind of interesting fact, David Diggs is actually um, in the show Hamilton, in the musical Hamilton. Is he really? He plays wow. Marquis de Lafayette slash Thomas Jefferson. Yeah, he's like... I haven't he, seen it, but... He's really talented. That's like the main character, right? He's one of them. Yeah, um, he's one of the main characters in the in the in the I musical. I guess Hamilton would be the main character. Hamilton is the main character. <laughs> good, uh, good musical though. I saw that when I went to New York back in January. It was fucking sick. Um, is it really? It's very good. That's one of those. That's one of those things where like it reached such a peak to where I think I got annoyed by Hamilton heads yep. so hard that I was like, ah, I'm okay. Yeah. No, <laughs> it's, uh, they ran it into the fucking ground. <laughs> like a lot had, of things. There was a coworker. I had once that would play that for everyone. But yeah, so clipping experimental hip hop trio, um, started in 09, signed to sub pop in, I think 20, 13 2014 released their studio debut clipping it's their it's a self-titled record in 2019 and 2020 they released two like a uh two records back to back um there existed an addiction to blood and visions of bodies being burned the latter of the two is the second track or the latter of the two 
has the song Say the Name. So yeah. in their first two records, they're self-titled in Splendor and Misery. They, they kind of keep with the hip-hop or the experimental hip-hop, industrial hip-hop kind of thing. And there existed an addiction to blood and visions of bodies being burned. They start, brow- or they start um, exploring more into horrorcore. And horrorcore is a subgenre of hip hop that is has it, it contains violent lyrics. It references a lot of slasher films, a lot of horror films. Um, one of the bands that really kind of pushed that to the forefront. They weren't the first people. They weren't the first rap group to do this, but they were one that really kind of pushed it more to the mainstream. Was the Ghetto Boys with their debut album Making Trouble? And funny enough, the the lyric. Candlesticks in the Dark, Visions of Bodies Being Burned, which is which was repeated all through this song, is from the song um shit, it's from the song My Mind Is Playing Tricks on Me by the Ghetto Boys. It's David it's David Diggs, it's his voice pitched down. Wow. So Horrorcore is really interesting. Um Tyler Creator you- kind of explores that early in the early stuff like Bastard and Goblin. Um Denzel Curry kind of does a little bit of it and i think more of like the taboo era um what's up uh, yeah that's that's probably what i know the most is denzel curry yeah. he explores a lot of that in uh in taboo because he references um the stephen king property it because i mean there's a song called black balloons and he has like clown makeup on their album cover um but yeah clipping is kind of one of those groups that really kind of dove into that horror horror core type deal especially with these last two records there's a song off of the off of uh visions of bodies being burned called 96 nev campbell and it's all about scream and it's really fucking good it's a really <laughs> fucking good track um that was the other one i almost i almost brought to the table but i was like mm, yeah we'll just say the name you could probably do a whole month of horror core you probably you listen could. to it a lot uh not real not super often Cause it is like very yeah. dreary. Like this is like, like you said, this is yeah. an easy listen. It's very violent, right? It's a very violent song. I mean, granted, if you know the story of Candyman, it's also like that's also really violent as well. Um, yeah. So, so this this is more so for people like like the person that listens to this all the time also keeps like Halloween decorations yep. up year round, and their office has like severed head like fake severed heads or like michael myers <laughs> mask like sitting on like a mannequin yeah right, right. that the, kind of the people. horror heads yeah but it's i mean it's great i love i actually think like i think this record visions of bodies being burned is great i think it's a really yeah. good record you know i i probably would be all about that like and definitely not trying to be anti-horror people but i would if if only it weren't from like me getting nightmares if my office was covered with severed heads Dude, i'd probably feel that. dream bad dreams <laughs> be like all like waking up and freaking the fuck out right i'd be afraid like they start walking or some shit and i love horror movies i love i love horror properties i think they're just fun um yeah i mean i think out of all the movie posters i own i think the most i have are horror movies i think about it so. yeah you, you're probably right i can't say the same for me you have a lot of robot mine is <laughs> Yeah, mine it's robot oriented and some sci fi probably. Um yeah, bunch of sci fi and Schwarzenegger. Yeah, this song is kind of like it's I mean, it's just a trip. It's a very dark, brooding song. Honestly, there's really not much to talk about, I think, lyrically. 
because it's basically just yeah. about Candyman. Which I I have a pick, and it's before I knew about the candle. The, the it's before I knew about the Candyman Association, okay. so it's kind of interesting. Okay. Um, I don't want to, you know, is there anything else you want to talk about the, do you want to talk about the lyrics a little bit first? I mean, it, I don't really have much to say about the lyrics just cause it, I mean, it's very, uh, violent, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's pretty aggressive. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, if, if we, if we read this, we're going to sound like Ben Shapiro reading WAP. <laughs> I'm gonna put that video in here. <laughs> I'm gonna edit that in there. Now that you brought that up, <laughs> whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. Hold up. I said certified freak seven days a week. Wet ass p word. Make that pullout game weak. Oh, I mean, so like, well, I mean, do you want to like talk about Candyman? Do you want to? I mean, I haven't really seen it, mm-hmm. so I don't really know what I could add to that discussion. It's true. Um, be me like rehashing the plot. Yeah, uh, I think we get we're good. Yeah. We got it. It's a Clive Barker thing. That's cool. And Tony so. Todd, he's like six foot five. He's got bees all over him and a hook hand. He's fucking yeah. scary in that movie. That's the thing about Candyman that I is the main reason that kept me away is the bee imagery, like in the mouth and all that kind of stuff, kept me away. Yeah, he. Like, oh, what's really funny? <laughs> what's really funny about that movie is he made a deal with whoever the studio was that for every bee sting, read, yeah, he got a thousand dollars, and I think he got stung twenty three times. I think. What he, I, think is what he I, w- I would do. I would make that same kind dude, of thing. Fuck That's yeah. scary, man. Dude, he's and like he. There's some scenes in that movie where he's like, it's uncomfortable. Like he is uncomfortable to look at. So I would recommend it. I think yeah. it's really cool, and I think the social commentary. It's great. Yeah, the social commentary is like really good as well, and it's fun. Did Clive Barker direct the first one? I don't think he had any tie to it. I think it was Bernard Rose who did it. So you know how like with Hellraiser, I think. I don't know if we went over it. Um, yeah, Bernard Rose, based on like Clive Barker Clive directed Barker. and wrote Hellraiser. Right. I don't think Clive Barker had anything to do with Candyman, aside from it being his story, The Forbidden, which is a good story. It's a very good short story. Um, yeah. About an urban legend that's terrorizing a, a project in uh, Chicago or a public housing development in Chicago, which is what the movie's based on too. And it's really, it's really, it's good. It's very good. It's kind of scary. Like, you know, cause you know, the idea of like, you say his name, I think it's five times and he'll like, yeah, he'll appear. it's kind of the bloody Mary yeah. type, but he'll like gut you with this hook. It's fucking creepy, bro. Yeah. Um, yeah. Great. Good Tony movie. Todd is a, has a great voice. Oh, he's a, he's going to be venom in the new Spider-Man game. I can't yeah, fucking yeah. wait, bro. He's going to be so good. He's the fucking yeah. man. Makes me wish I had a PlayStation. Dude, he's um he's really good in Final Destination. I don't know if you ever watched those. Like he's kind of a minor character in that, but he's essentially death. He like he's Oh yeah, he he is in He's those. the mortuary yeah. guy, yeah. It's been a minute. Yeah. Dude, I will never drive behind a truck that's carrying logs ever since I saw the oh, second same. one, bro. <laughs> same. Dude, there was one time we were driving on a vacation and like we were like getting near one of those trucks and my dad wouldn't get behind it. He was like, mm-mm. He's like, we're getting around this those, thing. Those freaking movies, man, 
messed me up in the weirdest way because now like every I see everything as a potential. What I really like about I've only seen the first two. I never saw three or four. What I really like about the first two is there's the the kills are really creative. Yeah, and it's really that's what the that's what carries the movies throughout. For sure, I think I've seen all of them. Are the other ones any good? I like the first two. Like genuinely, I really like the first two. The last time we watched them, because th- this was a series that uh, I think Lauren had mm-hmm. in like high school. Oh wow, we, Lauren's we a fan. Like, I did not know that, dude. And, and when we were younger, she was super into horror movies, like hardcore. Like what? She had a lot of horror movies. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, something switched, and now she doesn't like really care for them anymore. She doesn't give a shit. It's crazy. But yeah, we the only times I've seen these is when we've watched like more than one in a row, so they all blend together for me. Because I know the um, third one, I think it's the the big one is a roller coaster, right? The big accidents a roller coaster breaks, right? And then I don't know about four. Yeah, maybe there might be a fifth one. I'm not sure. the f- The first is the plane, yep. and the second is the big crash. That's yep. like all. I think a plane comes back at some point. Dude, I'll never forget in the second one where that log just goes right through that dude's car. Oh, that yeah. that makes me that makes me so uncomfortable. <laughs> like I can't. Yeah, the first two are definitely, I think, the better ones. I agree. I totally agree. But it's been a while. So, but, so do you have a pick? You said you have a pick. Yeah. Okay. So I have a pick um, as well, man. I'm ready. This is kind of a funny one because it came to me very quickly. Mm-hmm. I don't think we picked this one before, but it's possible. We you better have. hope not. If it is, I'm going to be really sad. Check the sheet. Uh, no. Cool. Ha. You were worried. I was worried for a second because mm-hmm. uh, I talked about this a lot. The movie I picked is one of my... Um, favorite movies ever it is um Robo-Cop. a movie that no uh but <laughs> so i as i was listening to this song you know candlestick candlesticks in the dark visions of bodies being burned that's being repeated 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 hypnotizing you with this just violent imagery um and the the music is like industrial and like clangy and like just heavy. Um, so that just kind of reminded me kind of of the theme of this song. And then the, the, the words that are being said kind of remind me of the future that this movie sets into place. And of course, I'm talking about the 1984 James Cameron classic, The Terminator. Yeah, I watched this actually last night, dude. Doesn't it hold up? Yeah, it's great. Arnold's kind of scary. <laughs> like, low I key. love this movie because it's like it's it's hindered by a budget. Mm-hmm. Like after this, James Cameron like has so much money. I mean, I know he always has financial like like he always needs more money, but um this movie like they had to be scrappy and i appreciate that so much um out of this one it's just grimy and dirty so let's watch the trailer real quick ready three two one orion pictures 
Look at how good that logo looked. Yeah. They just changed it. Did you know that? Yeah. It's not as good. A weapon. Yeah, it's pretty bad. No other. This weapon will be powerful, versatile. All the miniature work, man. It's a good movie. It can't be reasoned with. It can't be bargained with. It will feel no pity, no remorse, no pain, no fear. It will have only yeah, the futuristic war scenes are like super intense. To the present and yeah. And that's what reminded me, this song reminded me of, is like, the visions of the future that they have in these movies. You're dead, honey. <laughs> and everything's just so grim. Yeah. What day is it? The day and the score has that clanging. Yeah. Dude, that police, the, when he's like just killing everybody in the police uh jail or whatever it's fucking it's fucking scary bro yeah i'm here to help you i'm reese dn38416 assigned to protect you. yeah he's a he's a scary i mean he's a movie monster in this one oh, yeah. after this it kind of changes but right. no he him as a movie monster is legit scary what is it with me why me tech noir baby have I shown you that deep fake? Oh, with Rocky. Of this, or has Sylvester Stallone, uh, right? The Terminator. It with William Defoe. Yeah. Okay. I think you have. Yeah. Damn, that's a Stan Winston man. Yeah, great movie. He's the best. I love that movie so much. It's a great movie. I have nothing like um, to say about it. Yeah, I love it because it's grimy and dirty and just like the song. Yeah, it, it fits the song a lot, in my opinion, just because of those things. Mm -hmm. And you nailed the I mean, tone down really well, I think. Yeah, because the lyrics might not match up mm -hmm. perfectly, but you know, it feels like even the verses and the you know, just all the lyrics kind of, if you kind of squint a little bit, you can imagine it's talking about the future that the Terminator mm -hmm. uh, talks about. Um, like coat rack for man's skin let it air dry swiss cheese to brother already half dead brain leaking out of hole in his forehead it, love that line the the hook gonna be the coldest pimp slap like yeah. that is a gnarly line yeah yeah it's badass and kyle reese does get pimp slapped by the terminator at one point i guess so. well when it's like a machine he gets hit by it when it's the exoskeleton like, or pretty cold yeah it's a so, great movie. Yeah, man. I watched this last night for yesterday. It was Judgment Day, August 29th. Mm -hmm. And so I, I was like, I'm going to watch The Terminator. And so I did. And it's great. It it has some flaws. It's aged a little bit, but I don't care because I still consider it just an amazing movie. Yeah. And it, it shows what can be accomplished if you have the right kind of talent. It doesn't, yeah. you know. Those flaws do not hinder it at all in that movie. No. Not even close. Like, I'm not a huge fan of the soundtrack that do 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 I'm like, I'm not a huge fan of that, which right. I think we've talked about this before. Yeah. But it's, it's one of those things where, like, I don't like it, but it doesn't bug me, you know? Yeah. Because Arnold's... T2 definitely improved it. Easily. The dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Like, that shit's yeah. fucking sick. Um, 
or the do 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 do. But it's a bigger movie. That yeah, the budget was like twenty times higher. Yeah, he they backed up the Brinks truck for him. Well, I mean, shit. After I mean, after Terminator was it? What was the Abyss afterwards? Can't remember. Can't remember his uh his filmography in chronological order. But um, this is gonna be kind of. I'm curious what you're gonna think about this thought, but I think. Out of all of Arnold's acting performances, I think this is my favorite of his. Because every time he is on screen, he is physically imposing and he is terrifying. Yeah. I grant yeah. granted he doesn't have a lot of talking lines in the movie because he's a like, I mean, he's an like an android or a robot. He doesn't need to talk. But his physical acting is like top tier with like the silent era. Like it's so good and the way he like uses space and like the way he like maneuvers through space or just like on screen is so imposing that you're like genuinely scared like i'm genuinely scared when i see him walk yeah like when he's going through the uh, the police um hq and he's just blowing up everybody like that's just freaky yeah i think it's and so good it it's incredible what they were able to do with what they had Mm. i mean they had a budget but uh, it was $6.4 million in 1983, which adjusted for inflation is, uh, about 19 million today. Okay. Um, and you know, that's still not a lot for a movie Mm-mm. when you consider not of this caliber, like of the, s- right. the scope of this movie is huge. Like, let's say if for those that are uninformed about box office stuff, you know, Big movies, like big Marvel movies, let's say Doctor Strange. The Doctor Strange 2 budget was $200 million. So basically, um, they had one-tenth of what they had. Little under one-tenth. Yeah. What's a good, like... Okay. Uh, Take Top that, Gun Maverick. Have you seen... Well, Top Gun Maverick, I'm thinking of like a lowish budget streaming movie. Oh, Prey. Prey? I mean, that's still pretty high budget. Is it? What is the budget on that one? Prey budget was $65 million. Okay. So a movie that they, I think that was originally supposed to go to theaters, but then they, when Disney bought it, they pushed it onto streaming to get Hulu subscribers. So, but anyway, yeah, like Prey is a relatively smaller movie and that still, it was triple the budget of the first Terminator. Like when you, when you want to get down to like what, what even compares Let's see, 20 million budget movies. Um, I don't even know if that's a good. God, and also, thing to the trio for. of Arnold, Linda Hamilton, and uh, Michael Bean is so fucking. Oh, yeah. Good. Michael, Michael Bean is amazing. He is. In it. Oh, I, love, I love him as Kyle Reese. He's so good as Corporal Hicks. Like, it's just, he's just a great actor. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I, he he's a, he's a good hero that you know physically doesn't stand a chance when you compare him to the size. And right. T- it's like a David and Goliath story, world, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, he's also a really so, good villain or a good secondary villain in Tombstone. Like Michael Bean's awesome. We stand. Oh yeah. We stand Michael Bean up in here. I. I, when I was watching it yesterday, I intended to take notes because I'm trying to go through all the movies that I really like and take notes on why I like them so I can further understand that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just can't with The Terminator because I always get sucked in. It's so good. 
it's it's a great like I, movie yeah it's it's fantastic it, it's scary when it needs to be scary it you feel the um desperation when it just feels like this machine will not stop no matter what i do it is not going to stop it won't stop it's not going to stop (laughs) yeah and it's it's essentially a chase movie a a, a love story all rolled into one and um, they're being chased by a slasher for them yeah it's a slasher movie it really is And, and the slasher is killing everyone he can find with uh, the name Sarah the name Connor. Jo- Sarah Connor. Yeah. I'm looking for Sarah uh, yeah. Connor. Pop, 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 pop. <laughs> and it's a dude, like, you got the tech noir scene. You got. Yeah, the tech noir scene's fucking violent, bro. It's. <sighs> and, like, man, what a. It's one of those franchises where it's like, man, the first two are perfect. And then the rest are just like, man, what happened? You know? I I will defend up to a point three. I think three has a lot of good parts. I I probably rank it. I don't I don't remember three. I've seen it a couple times and it just it was I don't know I don't remember much from it. I have a hard time putting one and two above each other, but there's one and two at the top. Obviously, obviously. I, and then I'd go three dark fate. Never saw that salvation that salvation was all right genesis genesis the one thing i like about salvation is i like the design of like the other robots and stuff like the motorcycle yeah the the giant like prison robot that like carried people i liked i liked the production They tried to do something yeah they did i'll give them that i think they tried i don't remember three at all i loved uh love to stan winston did or at least his company did all the effects up to Salvation, I think. I'm not sure if they did anything else after that. But I, I know there are, like, designs of the T-600s, uh-huh. uh, like the rubber infiltrators yeah. that they made yeah. that didn't quite make... It didn't make its way on the screen in the same way, but the original concepts were scary, dude. They looked mm-hmm. like walking Frankensteins. Like, uh, it was freaky. Dude, uh, yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong with Terminator One, and honestly, like the CGI effects in Terminator Two still hold up like really well. Oh yeah, like yeah, very very. When well. you know how to, when you know the limitation limitations of your technology, yeah. you can go very far. Well, that and a lot of it, like there was practical, like mixed in. That's why I think a lot of people always default to 1993's Jurassic Park as like being an example of great CGI. It is good CGI. I'm still going to stand by that, but they were mixed in with puppets and animatronics. Yeah. So it made it seamless. It wasn't just all relied on CGI. I think that's one of the reasons I'm not a fan of this back half trilogy is because there's like virtually not many animatronics. Um, yeah. So was not. I, I was not I, a I fan of say... Dominion. <laughs> I was not a fan of Dominion. Oh, d- of Jurassic Parks. Yeah. yeah. Not... You didn't like Dominion. Wait, which one was Dominion? It was the last one. That was the last one. I thought it was fine. I liked Dominion. I hated the middle Dude, one. Dude, the middle one was bad. The middle, okay, Dominion was better than Fallen Kingdom. Yeah. But man. Yeah. I, Dominion, I got what I wanted out of it. I think that's how I'm going to put it. Yeah. I don't think it was a great movie, but I got what I wanted. So I, I, I just think like I don't like Chris Pratt 
I think that's like really where my issues. Oh yeah, he's 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 miscast in that. I think think he's miscast in like everything except for Parks and Rec. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's where I. He just doesn't. Someone put him like he. Someone said that he's his aim in these Jurassic World movies is to be uh, a Kurt Russell type. Mm. Uh, he's not that like, guy like if you if you had young kurt russell in this movie it would be like okay like like replace chris pratt with young you know 80s kurt russell and it you would, win <laughs> you just yeah, win yeah it just doesn't work with pratt like you need somebody else with a little bit more personality i think yeah. I um just not a know, fan. no offense to the man but or a fence. I just don't think it works. I don't there. really care. I don't really care either way. Get fat. Hey, you were we, you were funnier when you were fat. That's where I'm at. Um, I'll cut. We ever get famous people on our show? I'll I'll let them know. I'll be like, hey be man, nice. you were funnier when you were fat. Like, also he's in the Schwarzenegger family now. So is he really? To, yeah, he's married to Catherine. Oh, I didn't know that. Might have to cut this yeah. out then. Um, <laughs> I like the choice though. Because I think with this song, Say the Name, it's very dark. It's very brooding. It's very intense, which I think, which no, no, no. I don't think I know the Terminator encapsulates all of those really well. I really like this pick and I really like this movie. So I am, I love it. Good choice, man. Thanks, man. I'm excited to hear what you have, though. I'm curious if you've seen this movie. I hope I have. (sighs) If you have, I'll be, I'll be shocked if you have. So, well, obviously we can't choose Candyman as the choice. (laughs) Like, obviously that would just be cheating. Um, Right. But there's a couple lines in this movie, not in this movie, rephrase. There's a couple lines in this song. um, One specifically... Till nine months later, with a stomach full of devil baby, she's starting to think it's time to pump the brakes. Um, that was a that was um two lines that stuck out or stuck ugh. that was two lines that stuck out to me because in this movie, this psychological horror film directed by Roman Polanski. Mm, knew it was coming. I knew it, knew yep. it, knew it. You know well, you know exactly what movie I'm going with. I haven't seen it, but no, I know. No, 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 <laughs> The movie I'm choosing is Rosemary's Baby. And I'm going to send the trailer over. This movie is something else. I got a phrase. Ready when you are. You ready? Three, yep. two, one. Fucking trailer is interesting. This? Yeah, interesting beginning to a trailer. Trailers back back in the day, though, like uh, they didn't follow a formula as much. I don't think they really didn't. I don't know how I feel about this trailer, dude. This is 
But okay, I think this is a good representation of how the movie is because the whole movie, the whole time, is it's, it's unsettling. Right. It's very unsettling. I mean, I'm into it. I'm I'm interested in seeing what what this about. Well, there's the famous movie poster with her superimposed over the baby carriage on the mountain. lot of good names especially for like old hollywood oh yeah (laughs) pray for rosemary's baby yeah that's good yeah this movie's always been in like the cultural lexicon and people talk about it so much that i just never even sought it out i mean it's it's been it's been talked about forever there's a reason yeah it was and, way and, ahead of its time in terms of like horror and like just being a psychological horror film. Probably one of the first to really do it. I just because the subject matter, I I've been hesitant to mm-hmm. seek it out mainly because um, David Lynch's eraser head just fucked me up so hard that like mm-hmm. that that's another. Have you seen that? Oh, yeah. 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 So that that's a movie that I don't know if Rosemary's Baby kind of deals with the same kind of themes or not. Um, but in Eraserhead, they have that baby, and it's just like the it's gross. Yeah, it's gross, and I, I'm never gonna watch that movie again. I I did not have a good time watching that movie. I see why like everybody loves it, but mm-hmm. I I no, <laughs> not for me. This movie uh, is. It, <sighs> It's like gaslighting the movie. It's okay. It, I will say it's not an easy watch. There's a lot. You know, of, gaslighting. The term came from a movie called Gaslight. Did it right? really? Yeah. That's pretty interesting. <laughs> you saying gaslight the movie made me laugh. Oh, that's really but, funny. Um, the more yeah. you know. Um, yeah, because it's it's about Mia Farrow plays Rosemary, the titular character, who gets pregnant. She gets pregnant, living with her husband played by John Cassavetes, great actor. Um, and she starts to suspect that her elderly neighbors next door are part of a satanic cult. So she's trying to convince her husband that like, hey, that something's not right. He doesn't believe her. And I don't want to give a lot away um, just because I think if you do watch it ever, there's some, it's, it's, it's not a feel good movie though. It's a movie I've only yeah. seen twice, and both times left me. I left feeling just not good. Like it just felt like really kind of <laughs> not empty inside. But I'm just kind of like, oh, uh. like you you wouldn't seek it out again, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's not like one of those horror films that I like would turn back to just because it makes me so uncomfortable. But I think that to give credit where credit is, you know, deserved. You know, Polanski as horrible of a human being as he is, I want to, you know, get that out there. He is a terrible human being. Yeah. And it's a shame he has not been brought to justice yet. He does a really good job of creating fear and tension. And even you as an audience member, second guess things. Cause things, there are, there are certain events that happen that are 
with a hazy over, you know, overlay and stuff. So you, you know, do you know? Yeah. Do you think it actually happened? What do you know? You know, you second guess yourself. He does a really good job of conveying those emotions and conveying that, I guess, those twists and turns. And I mean, even the trailer was pretty uh, artsy is the wrong word, but I'm going to say it anyway. Artsy. It's it's to mind fuck. And I mean, like this movie's not like it's not like a deep thinking kind of movie in a way. But I think. Just I don't know. It's just really freaky. Yeah. I mean, I it it sits on its pedestal for a reason like it was put there for a reason there's a reason people consider it one of the better if not one of the best horror movies like of all time you know that yeah. it was up there with like the exorcist in a way that like paved horror movies so it's it's important um but like man movies about the occult really freak me out like yeah i'm not like you know me i'm not really a religious guy i don't know if i'm gonna like relay this out but movies like The Exorcist and The Omen like genuinely fear me. Like they scare me. Oh yeah, yeah. And I don't know why. Like it just. I think it's because I I know exactly where you're coming from. I think it's because the big like you know uncertainty of everything. Like for example, you know that without a doubt there are not you know what's a good you know there's not a a creature from the Black Lagoon coming after you right. or something you know but i i think with like demon shit it's like possession well, and stuff like that yeah 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 it's like it's like we i'm not really sure on what is going on here and uh you know and i think that kind of gray like that gray line unexplainable events type things it's yeah. like well i can't really think of a good way you know that makes to sense debunk it i like i like your explanation that shit just freaks me out. I don't know why. Just does not sit well with me. But I think this movie is yeah. it's I think it's really good and I think it's really well done. It's it's not one I go back to often because it makes me so uncomfortable. Right. But that's what the movie sets out to be. It's not like Terminator where you can turn it back on and be cool with it. Like this is like Yeah. I don't know. Like this you feel it's heavier. It's very heavy and you feel for Mia Farrow's character Rosemary Cause she's pregnant and like all this crazy shit's happening and she's afraid these people are going to take her baby. Yeah. And it's, it's disturbing. It's very, very disturbing. So Rosemary baby is my choice. Yeah. And like I said, lyrically, it doesn't really follow say the name. Um, just because say the name is literally about Candyman. but there are lines <laughs> in that movie. Like the one, um, like the one I mentioned earlier, right before I also felt like I needed to pick a horror movie as my choice for horror month. For our horror crusade. Yeah. Yeah. You picked a slasher. I kind of felt the same way too, but Terminator kind of fits. I That's guess. a slasher movie. Uh, yeah. I'd say so. Okay. I, I, I'd argue it, bro. I didn't really talk about what Terminator is about, but I guess everybody knows. It's about a Terminator comes back from the future. To kill Sarah Connor, because her son, John Connor, is the one that's going to stop Skynet in the future. Yeah. And a protector is sent back. Reese yep. to protect her um so super simple but it's but, it's great. yeah man this was a good episode i, th I think we uh kicked you know, it off we got pretty well. kicked horror month off with a couple horror movies and a so, very grotesque horror core song <laughs> yeah so if that doesn't check off the boxes um nothing will <laughs> 
yeah, I don't really know what's better than that. So, yeah. Cool. I'm excited to see what you bring next week, man. Or whenever we yeah, record. Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to bring next week, but mm-hmm. we'll see. It'll be interesting. This month will be an interesting month because I'm going to have to expand out my comfort zone a little bit. I already have my second week picked. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's, I, I need to... I need to just sit down and like think about it. I yeah. think you'll be fine. You'll figure it out. I ain't worried about you. This is exciting though. This is so. fun. October's a good month. I need to well granted it's not really here yet. We're not even in September when we're recording this. <laughs> but um I'm gonna be watching some horror movies, bro. I'm excited. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, brother. I, I'm in September, which is uh Schwarzember is what I'm calling it. Just revisiting a ton of Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. True Lies? Are you going to revisit True Lies? Yeah, I think I will. I have the DVD, so I'll probably pop that one in. I've already watched Eraser, The Terminator, and Twins. With Danny DeVito? I don't think I've ever seen that. It's fun. It's fun. I heard it's really bad. (laughs) I think it's fine. I rated it it three stars. So like out of five, not my favorite. Yeah, so not my favorite not ever. Bad. But that's not bad. It's fun. It's fun. If you like Danny DeVito and you like Arnold Schwarzenegger, yeah. it's like I like both of them. Uh, yeah, that's Junior is the one that's a lot more uh, not good. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger gets pregnant and uh, has a child. So it's a comedy but, about that. But yeah, it's weird. And Danny DeVito's his uh doctor or something i can't remember it's been a, mo- a while mm. so i'm um, i'm going through all the arnold movies and uh gonna do a rating or something or a list like my favorite sub top or something i don't know it's gonna be commando terminator and terminator 2 at the top predator might be you know mm, then conan conan as well yeah conan see there's a lot of good ones yeah. and that's the last action the hero part. is really good yeah shit okay eraser man was so much better than i remembered it to even be like i grew up with that movie Mm -hmm. it's on netflix you should check it out it is fun it's fun okay like james con is is the bad guy like r.i.p real one and he he will go out of his way to say amazing lines so Mm -hmm. just check it out check it out check it out brother it's it's fun also vanessa williams is in it um yeah. All right, man. Let's close out this episode. Good at brother. No, no. See ya. Yeah. Bye. Next week. I don't know. Something horror. <laughs> <laughs>